think that'll be different. Love Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragon Faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. Hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. I'm your host, Bo Marshall, and I'm here joined with Coach Perry as we discuss week two against Alliance, and we preview their upcoming game against LeBray. And Coach Perry just told me this will be their first game on grass in six years, so that'll be something as well to discuss. But uh, you guys went to Alliance. Um, close game, but I just think at the end of the day, they just kind of, you know, outdistanced themselves in terms of uh, – you know, what you guys could could repeat back. But overall, I mean, I, I think, you know, 35 points week one, 28 points week two, at least you're putting points on the board. I mean, I, I think points are going to be something that you don't have to worry about, I, I guess. Yeah, you know, again, a lot of weapons on our team, which is nice to see. Uh, you know, we knew we were going to have to keep pace with them. They weren't they weren't a team you could go in there and bully and, uh bully around, you know, which you'd love to do. That's, that's maybe the, the best way to win football games. But uh you know, a couple key key moments where, you know, in that, that first quarter, uh, not getting the first down there in, in their territory and a couple cracks at it from a yard. And that's a perfect example. You like to think we've got two chances to gain a yard, you can do that. And uh, obviously weren't able to there. And then probably the big one was right there at halftime, uh, right before half, not being able to uh, get points on the board. And then especially hurts even more knowing that you came right out and took that second half kickoff, went down and scored. Uh, you know, you, we actually would have taken a lead. And, and, you know, if you get the lead, maybe the way they're able to play changes a little bit and they're not you know they're not in rhythm they're not in control so uh you know that that's a really good football team you know we talked to the kids about the fact that you know they played lake uh the week before and only gave up seven points and then in their preview with hoover you shut hoover out you know so like you said the ability to put 28 points on the board is a positive uh but you know we we could not get stopped so it seemed like we get to the point where it felt like we'd get off the field and then they throw it up to that receiver and he was just a different animal you know even when we defended him well the ball he tips the ball up a couple times and lands with it so uh, you know, you certainly have enough out there to identify to get better, and uh, uh, certainly not happy again to, to come away on, on the losing side of it. But you know, I think anybody that watched the game will say, "Boy, did our kids really, really battle to the bitter end." And you know, that that's quite a contrast from last year. I thought there were times where, you know, maybe we tapped out a little bit early. So that that's the big positive we're taking from this. An acknowledgement that it's a long season, and uh, you know they're one of the better teams on our schedule. So just get better each week. That's definitely, and and that right before half, did you knew that just because you knew the the, the firepower they had on the other side that you know, you all that you you had a you know it, you, you were going for it no matter what. I mean, was that kind of well, like that, so there's that a couple things. The yeah, so you think about kicking the field goal there. One is we we had lost some yards. Uh, you're kicking on college goalposts which we've never done, okay. you know, so you play at Mountain Union, it's it's like the NFL, that the, the, especially when you're on a hash mark, that, that's that's quite an angle. And, and then knowing our, you know, knowing our capabilities of our kicker, um, you know, we, we know where he's good from and where he's not. And uh, to me, the risk reward of, of yeah. seven versus three, you got to put all that in. There's no perfect answer, but 
you know, if it's a guaranteed three, I think you think of it different than, you know, maybe a, you know, 50 to 45% chance at three points. And uh, I just thought it there, like, boy, man, the risk or the reward of if we get it here and, like, we knew we had the ball coming out, uh, that we really could have put pressure on them. So, uh, obviously, you know, the, the hidden part of that whole thing was on second down when we run out of bounds and the official winds the clock and said he was inbounds, now you have to call your timeout. Now you're limited. You have to throw the class at the left. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know, I disagreed with his assessment there. I thought Antoine stepped out on his own. I don't think it was his progress, but that's the call. You can't do anything about it. And uh, you know, now you have to throw it on third and throw it on fourth because there was only at that point 11 seconds left in the game. So, you know, little things just immediately change the dynamic pretty quickly as far as that goes. So, but uh, uh, you know, you you got it when you're playing a team like that. Any any chance. And I told the kids after, I said, you know, you can look at the score, you can make your own opinions on it, but I bet you if you go back, we're usually in a game like that, five to six plays are really, really key, and we've already talked about three of them right there. So uh, that, that's that's the way it goes. And like I said, they have a nice football team. I, yeah. I'm anxious to see how their season goes out because, uh, uh, you know, some of the guys, you know, and you can look at everyone knows the quarterback, he's a scholarship kid and a receiver, but they're two defensive tackles. They really, really controlled the game and, and, and limited what we were able to do. But, you know, credit to our offensive line, we still put up 300-some-plus yards of offense, and I thought our guys fought like crazy. They were just, just two kids that were really tough to handle. And I think, Bo, I think we acknowledged that last week on the podcast and said, these defensive tackles are going to give us problems, and they did. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, part of, that's part of scouting and knowing your opponent. And, and I, I thought that was just interesting. You discussed that, and you, and then the onside kick, they you know, get the big return. I thought there's, it was just a sequence of those big plays. Well, there's the other one. That's, that, that's the other one. We get back in, we score. And that was not an onside kick. It oh, was wasn't? Just a, oh, okay. It was just a kick. You know, we've been squibbing it because okay. we don't have that big leg to put the ball down to the five. And that kid just must have said to himself, like, I'm just going to grab this ball. And that was one of those defensive tackles I just talked about. Uh, he was uh, – Second in Ohio, a uh, uh, wrestler. He finished runner-up to wow. state champion in wrestling. Shows you what kind of athletic ability. In fact, I grabbed that kid after a game. I said, hey, you lost. maybe if you lost 10 pounds, you'd have asked that. But, uh, I mean, he took it all the way down the eight-yard line, and, boy, was that a, you know, we really felt like we had some momentum, and it just took a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so. yeah, you talk about it. It's, it's such a game of emotions, highs and lows. Once again, you're listening to the Miles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. And I'm here with Coach Perry in the uh, coach's office here. And uh, you can listen to these on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Music, anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. You can find these free to download at your leisure or listen to live. Uh, Coach, so, um, you know, we talked about the points. And then, again, I mean, we know this is high school football or any level of football. you got these big powerhouse-type kids. They're going to get their points on the board. But after two weeks, you're one and one. you know, what What do you might be happy about? And what are your, some of the things that you're looking at? And you're like, uh, you know, we really – listen, we know you. nothing's ever going to be perfect. But, you know, what are some of the things like, hey, man, we, we better correct this or we're going to be in trouble? Yeah, so I think happy-wise, the biggest thing to me is even in that game, and their, their coaches acknowledge it after the game, we've been really physical. I mean, you know, uh, our kids are sore after the game, obviously. But, you know, I, I think the one thing that Alliance is probably shaking their head over is, is I think that some of their kids got banged up, uh, you know, in the process of that game. It was a hard-hitting game. It was a well-played game. It was nothing dirty. Yeah. Uh, but I've been really impressed with our physicality and our kids' approach 
to wanting to be physical is really, really what, you know, what makes me most proud of our guys. Uh, you know, something that's glaring to me to, uh, to clean up is, is uh, again, in the secondary, um, I always say this, you see a kid running for a touchdown and there's a kid chasing them and you say, that kid got blue coverage and uh, nine out of ten times the kid that's chasing them wasn't the one that blew the coverage. And those were the examples the other night. Uh, we're just not staying as disciplined into to where we need to be on the back end. And, uh, uh, again, I think the big thing is is, is the kids have to, to understand, like, if I don't keep my eyes and my feet in the right spot, even if it's just one or the other, I'm in trouble. And, uh, you know, I always say up front, if you, you miss a tackle, it goes for a 15-yard gain. On the back end, if you miss your, you know, your coverage uh, responsibility, the, the other team's band is playing. Uh, it's, it's a big difference. And we've got to get better there. Uh, we've had some injuries in the back end that, that have, you know, contributed to that. Uh, like in the past, though, we feel like once we get some, you know, some of that back and some kids a little bit healthier, you know, maybe that'll provide some depth for us there. So we're just looking at the negatives now. They're hoping there'll be a positive here in a week or two. Excellent. And uh, we, I forgot to ask you last week, but uh, we always we did this last year. Uh, what's the uh, what's the play where you pat, want to pat yourself on the back from last week, and what's the play you want to kick yourself in the butt about? Well, I, I know we had a couple plays uh, where we're like, oh boy, this isn't this isn't good, this isn't good, and then the kids make plays, you know. So. <laughs> We can pretend that those are great calls, but at the end of the day, it's our kids probably more often than not uh, banning ourselves out. You know, the, the kickoff return of that kid, like I said, it wasn't like we were onside kicking okay. it, but, you know, um, just I, it's just something that you wouldn't really ever see a kid doing that, it's something that we didn't talk about. Like, hey, don't kick this ball, unless you're intentionally we wanted to do that. Uh, keep it away from the front guys when you're trying to squib that ball down the field. Uh, so, you know, maybe a, a coaching point that should have been addressed uh, just, just really hadn't come up in any of our scenarios. Uh, and, you know, afterwards, like, oh, my gosh, we've got to make sure we don't do that, uh, you know, in, in the future. But uh, I can't think of any genius play calls that we had there. Like I said, we had a couple that we thought were bad and our kids made plays. Like, oh, I guess it was a good call. Right. Fair enough. And then uh, moving on to the Bray, uh, what's, uh, what to expect from them? Well, uh, you know, if you're a football, uh, you know, aficionado and you love football from our days, well, they're they're running the wing tee. And, Are they? Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan of the wing tee, and we ran that multiple years at Matthews and when I was at Lebray. Uh, coach John Elliott, uh, now an alumni, uh, is the coach over there, and uh, you know, John's, you know, they started a rebuilding process last. Uh, last year and uh, they come out and, and one of the bigger upsets of the year last week was them beating Valley Christian. So uh, we know that they're going to be playing with a lot of confidence now having that happen. But, uh, you know, as far as X's and O's, like I said, the, the wing tee and, and seeing that, which is something you don't see very much. And, and uh, we had like a little wing tee clinic yesterday with our scout team huh. and uh, they did a good job uh, so far of, of, you know, repping that for our varsity. So okay. uh, it, it's, again, it's a, it's a defense where you better be, it's kind of like playing the triple option. You have to play your assignment. If you start peeking or guessing, you're going to be in trouble. And, uh, you know, having to watch them on film, I actually got to see one of their scrimmages live. Uh, they're pretty fundamentally sound with it. You okay. know, they get their guards out, do a nice job pulling, they trap pretty well. Uh, so all the, all the things that make the, the wing tee de- deadly, I think they're pretty good at it. So that's going to be uh, – you know, a tall task for our defense to, uh, uh, you know, come up with stops. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, they're an odd front. 
Uh, a lot of times they're in the 3-3 three, three stack, and, and they seem to be getting a lot of penetration up front, so we've got to get off the ball and uh, uh, make sure we're assignment free so we don't get free runners into our backfield. I mean, like I mean, like I think Georgia Tech used to run that a lot, the triple option, and sometimes you give team fits. Is that, a, is that, is that something hard for kids to adjust because it isn't? So anything you don't see, you know. If you'd have been playing in 1985, you might see the wing tee seven out of ten weeks. Now you see it once every two to three years, okay. you know. So it's, look, you guys have been staring at this all summer, you know, which is it's just gap scheme and, and zone scheme. And then now all of a sudden uh, you're looking at traps and multiple pullers and counters and deception. Uh, so, again, your eyes better be on guards versus the ball. You try to follow the ball in this offense, you're going to get lost. You know, it's you know, a little bit like a magician back there uh, mm-hmm. hiding it. And like I said, you overplay it and, and they hit you with that wing back counter, which they're really good at running. Uh, you know, those, those can go for very big plays. So we just really got to be disciplined in what we're doing. And uh, what I do like about it is it gives you something to work on. Like we got to really focus on this and okay. dial it in. And, uh, you know, like yesterday, we're only in day two in the preparing, but yesterday I was happy with our focus. Excellent. Excellent. Coach, well, um, we're going to probably be getting to our uh, featured dragon of the week. And uh, we'll be telling us who's coming in. You know, I, you know, I, 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 you know, I don't know who I, you know, we always name the, the Dragon Player of the Week. I mean, I thought Rojar had a good game. I just thought he made some blocks. Um, you know, I, my one of my favorite plays Gardner made, I think it was a, uh, he, he, on the third down tackle, darted into their running back and thought it was pretty key. On the, uh, on the, vis- yeah, on the home side. On the home side. I thought that was a hell of a play. Um, but, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. Like I said, you know, it's, 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 it's you know, I'm so blind it's hard to see sometimes, but. You know, I know I was writing 10 a lot down. Like yeah, Nathan definitely made, yeah. made some splash plays for us. Uh, caught the touchdown pass, yeah. a nice kickoff return. Uh, he had a couple gaffes, too. He'll tell you that. Yeah. You know, a couple like, where are you, Nate? Oh, Coach, he actually told me in the middle of the game, that Coach, you had a brain fart there, you know. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when you lose by multiple scores, you, you kind of feel like, Nobody had a great well, yeah, you know, but, but again, it's the other side of that, like you said, there was a lot of positive you could yeah. take it out of it. Three had a nice tackle late in the game. Is that Josh McCoy? Josh? Yeah. yeah. Josh, I thought he had a nice tackle. Like I said, and that, and that doesn't say all the other kids. It's just some of the plays that, you know, I'm scribbling notes down and and uh, I'm trying to, you know, look. And But I, I thought, the, like you said, the kids play hard, and that's, I think that's the biggest uh, – well, anytime you do that, I mean, a scoreboard can tell you things. I mean, and that's, you know, that obviously is the ultimate measure. But as a coach and even as players, you don't want to get caught up into what that scoreboard says because uh, it doesn't measure your effort. It really doesn't. And uh, uh, I just thought, you know, going back to last year, some of the disappointments, notable difference in, in how we played throughout that entire game because – I can just tell you, and I told the kids, I said, we don't have to wonder what would have happened last year. You can put last year's film on. At one point, it was 28-21, and then we we just essentially gave up. And we did not do that in this year's game. So super proud of the guys for, uh, you know, playing four quarters. Excellent, Coach. So this is the part of the podcast where Coach Perry goes and gets us one of the Red Dragons. Uh, Who are we going to be featuring today? Well, I'm going to try to find Joe Smith. When I peeked out there, I didn't okay. see him, but they were in films. It was dark. But okay. I, I want to really feature our captains first. And, and you know, Joe's one of those guys uh, that's been three-year starter here. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I guess I can't remember this for sure. But I'm going to guess he was our leading vote-getter for captain. You know, he's 
he's a very selfish kid, and uh, you know the the kids really respect his quiet uh, leadership manner, which he does about doing it. And uh, I think it'd be a good interview for you, Joe. Or uh, Bo. Um, one thing I always notice about Joe, you'll, you'll probably catch he says everything twice. Okay. So he's going to say yes, sir. It's all yes, sir, yes, sir. So Should he keep uh, that? Yeah, he's a little bit like the paper. Right. <laughs> so let me see if I can find Joe. Uh, if not, you might have a surprise guest. Oh, well, we could bring anybody. Could it could be anybody. Yeah, you know, we're full of surprises here. Once again, you're listening to the Miles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast. And uh, Mike Kozik, I just want to give a big shout out to Mike. Uh, graduated last year, but he was the Bo Ryan Award recipient. I thought that was kind of a. Uh, a cool thing, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to him. Uh, I know he was uh, at the game week one when they announced that, but I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, this is the stadium which in they play, and that's a pretty honorable award. And, again, these podcasts are free and available to download at your leisure, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, uh, anywhere that you listen to your podcast, you're going to be able to find these uh, podcasts. And we also will be airing our first uh, Lady Dragons uh, uh, podcast later today with the soccer team. So I will uh, venture into the world of soccer and uh, and give them some uh, notoriety and uh, some uh, insight into the program and what they're doing. So uh, something else to uh, catch up on, and it'll be the same uh, platform as this. Uh, you can listen to those at the same uh, websites and everything, and uh, like I said, we'll be pushing that out there. Tom, good. There he is. What's up, Joe? How are you doing? Oh, I'm great, man. You can sit down over there, buddy. So, and here's Joe Smith, our featured Red Dragon. Hello. Now, Coach Perry said he, he thinks you probably were the leader, uh, the vote-getter in terms of uh, team captain votes. Uh, how do, well, how's that make you feel when you know all those guys watching film and in this facility respect and love what you bring to the table? I mean, I'm grateful by all means, but he didn't tell me that himself. So. No. <laughs> yeah, he just told me. Well, he just told the audience. So. Well, I'm grateful. Yeah. My team that feels, feels that way towards me, I'm grateful. Yeah. What do you think? What? 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 What do you do? What? What? What do you rub off on them that they say, "Man, this Joe's 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 our guy. He's someone we can you know look towards when things aren't going that well, and he's a guy that can help us out when things are going great." Just preach positivity and never put your head down. Maybe that's why. That's, yeah. That's things I fo- I focus on. Those are my morals. Yeah. Um. Now I, I don't know. Did Did we have you on last year? Yes, you did. Okay. I thought we had you on last year because mm-hmm. I'm like, you said Britain captain. I'm like, okay. And he said Joe. So, going into this season, you guys are one and one. Yes, um, and it, I, I told Coach, um, you guys are putting points up on the board. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, you don't want to give up 45, but nonetheless, you don't, you don't want it to be 45 nothing. And he said Alliance, um, their previous uh, couple games, you know, they, they, you know, I take a shot out in seven points. So, you know, you guys, you know, 28 points. I think that was a lot, and don't want to lose. But mm-hmm. uh, what's it like knowing that you guys can put points on the board when you are on the offensive side of the ball? You guys have a lot of skilled guys that can you can attack them different ways. Right, the game against Alliance isn't the outcome we wanted to get, but I got faith in every I got faith in every person on the field to make a play, whether running back, wide receiver, or even on the line. I got faith in my team. Yeah, and he talked last year. He says. You know, the same scenario against the Lions when it kind of got out of hand, the, the team kind of, you know, you know, not throwing the towel, but you could tell it was what that fight wasn't yeah. there. But he said Friday night you guys were fighting to the last, the final whistle. Mm-hmm. you kind of pick up on that too? Yeah, most definitely. If, if my person, the person next to me finally got a fight, it was an amazing experience. Yeah. And uh, on, the, on the fun side, I was talking with uh, – Carter Waldron last week, and he was talking about the fastest red dragon. You think the fastest red dragon is? Yeah, he was lying about that Josh McCoy. <laughs> I, I personally think I'm the fastest dragon, but oh, okay. I was kind of in my <laughs> That's why I was wondering. I was wondering uh, 
If uh, was that something you got? Did you discuss that with Car or Josh? Was that something? No, you... it's not. It's no discussion. It's no discussion. No. Okay. okay. But, uh, well, what would Josh say? We grab. Hopefully, he says it differently. But if he came to his senses, you know. That's a team captain for you, saying, "Listen, I am the fastest red dragon here." Uh, you guys got LeBray on the schedule. Coach said this is your the Red Dragons' first game on grass in six right. years. Uh, is that anything you even think about? Is that going to be weird? Uh, it's going to be a fun one. Definitely bring me back to LRD days. It's going to yeah. be an experience. Yeah. It'll be fun. And uh, he said the uh, wing tee uh-huh. a little bit different. He said you guys were practicing against that. Uh, Banging and clinging <laughs> on defense. Yeah. You prefer offense or defense? Um, defense. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's especially at a young age. Yeah. So, what when did that m- m- mindset for I mean, preference for defense come? I didn't start playing skilled until I became a freshman in high school, and I was on the line on offense ever since. I hated offense. The fact that I was on the line, <laughs> defense. Me as middle line, middle linebacker. I'm the meanest person on the field. That's like a okay. I like I like that title. Nice. I like holding okay. myself for those standards. Fair enough. Are you are you are you chatty out there? Uh, I mean. Not the rest. The rest <laughs> I keep it on a low. I might say a comment here and there, but I, I'm respectful to the refs. Yeah, okay. All right. But uh, it, you so you can get chatty though. Who's yeah. the chattiest one out there? Who's the chattiest red dragon on defense? I gotta say, people on the people. Chris Masiosi, he's always getting in trouble with Greg. <laughs> Two hotheads right there. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they're getting after it. They're like getting in their pockets. Right. But we need people like that on our team. Yeah, you need, you know, you always need a mixture. Yeah. You know, you need a mixture of the guy that's level-headed. You need the guy that's the hothead. You need the guy that's just going to go nuts. You need right. the guy that's, and that kind of makes it. And uh, you see it in every locker room. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's because you have personalities and tendencies, and everybody's everybody's different when it comes to as, at that aspect. Uh, for you, any personal goals as you, you know, play out this season and, you know, just something you can – I know you want to win, right. but anything personal that way you, you say, hey, you know, maybe maybe you want to have so many tackles, or maybe you want to do I mean, something. Before the season even started, during weightlifting, I put them, I put on a post-it card on my wall. I still on my wall, eight tackles, at least eight tackles and hundred yards for a game, at least. Okay. I still post on my wall, but in my mirror in the locker room, just to win two and eight. I'm, I can't, I can't sleep at night knowing we went two and eight. <laughs> It's my senior year. We gotta go out. Yeah, that's it. And you guys, you guys should have a good. I mean, you guys, you guys look good. Yeah, like I mm-hmm. said. And uh, I thought you played really hell of a game Friday night, and it, you know fell a little short. But none of the guys, you guys fought hard. Big win. You know, against Highland, thirty-five points, and then you got LeBray this week, and hopefully you guys uh, can grab another one. Um, before we let you go, we always like to have a little fun, right. as you know. And uh, as we as we get these questions going, um, it's a popular thing, but uh. Taylor Swift songs. Um, no, no Taylor Swift. No Taylor Swift for me. But you, you do know she exists. Uh, she's around. I know, but she's not mine. But if 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 your if your life was on the line and you had to sing a particular Taylor Swift song, you don't have to sing it. But which one would you have to? Uh, <laughs> whatever whatever's on karaoke, I guess. Okay, whatever's on karaoke. Fair enough. Uh, we talked about the fastest red dragon. Uh, who do you think's the strongest red dragon? Who's that? I mean, strongest, strongest red dragon is Dom Nolan whenever he's not being a sissy. <laughs> Dom Nolan, he's a dog. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. And then the final one for you, uh, this is your senior year, so uh, I'm, I'm sure you have a little bit more leniency than the young guys. Uh, what's, what's that one thing that makes you laugh with Coach Perry? What's that one thing uh, that maybe you guys uh, – does he have a funny saying or, does, or who does the best impersonation of something he does or anything, anything like that? I mean, Coach Perry, you hear his 
every once in their dad joke. They don't really. They don't, they're not getting any better over the years. But when I think of funny on the team, I think of No Williams. Okay. He, he lives with he lives with the team spirit. You just got to be in the environment to experience it. Okay. But I'm thankful. Yeah. Excellent, man. Joe, you're the best. We appreciate you. I uh, appreciate you. Uh, and have a great senior season and. Uh, Best luck against LeBray. As always, we appreciate you guys stopping by and listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.